Welcome back to another episode of Monkey Business. I am Tanya in the studio today. Oh, I thought you were Chris. Wow, Chris, what happened? Chris definitely changed his voice. Uh, Chris currently isn't here, so I have taken over at least for the next five, ten minutes until he shows up. Tanya's taking over the studio. Woohoo! To my right, I have Billy. Hi. And then to my left, I have Rob. Hi, Rob. Uh, You usually say hi. (laughs) Waving doesn't work on microphone. (laughs) Might work on TV. And then on my other left to Rob, we have Zach. Hello, Internet. How are you? And on the phone, we have Sherry. Hello. Oh, I was going to say, Sherry, you're still there? Yeah. Oh, okay. So um, today we are doing another episode of Monkey Business, and we had started a discussion a couple minutes ago about... Um, shows that we would either go back and rewatch or not rewatch, and why? Because we were starting a little discussion, and Sherry was talking about going back to watch what X Files or Criminal Minds, which one? It was X Files. It was X Files. Yeah. So you were saying you were wanted to watch them back with your daughter? Yeah, um, my daughter, who's um, eighteen, um, I like to watch. We sit down and we'll binge watch shows together. And um, I was looking at X Files. Oh, is this something? that uh, we can watch together? Is it something she'd be interested in? And I really found as much as I, I mean, I love the X-Files. It was, it was like one of those, oh my God, I have to be home at a certain time. I got to watch X-Files. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But the first couple of episodes, I couldn't really get through them. And I'm like, yeah, Lana's never going to like these because I, they were kind of boring upon rewatch. Is yeah. it something that uh, you could skip the first couple episodes and and start with episodes what, that you liked. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, but I but it's been so long, I'll pretty much have to watch it myself in order to figure out where's a good starting point. True, definitely and, uh, true. There was just other things that we wanted to watch uh, that we went through and she absolutely loved and that I just haven't gotten back to Excel. This was like 2 years ago, I think that I tried. Yeah, I yeah, I haven't when um I uh yeah his first day with the new mouth talking the, the new voice Chris's the new, new the, voice Chris's new voice that, that that's the thing, um when the X Files rebooted I'm just like yeah X Files is back and I'm like I was kind of excited about it and then they like they stopped and I'm like oh okay I, I could have some more come on well, it's coming back again I was gonna say I think they've commissioned I think they're gonna another, do twelve episodes yeah another 12. season maybe two really? more well I can't wait of the new style I, I'm like Billy it's like once <laughs> I'm like once I'm in I'm in you have to keep watching. <laughs> yeah, I have to keep watching I'm like I'm definitely trying to finish this but yeah that would be something that I would have to go back and rewatch I mean I have it pulled up right now on um line and just seeing just the the relationship of the characters and how they develop over the years and things like that would be yeah. just interesting to watch again. Now, when you folks watch a show that you've seen before and you, you really like it, or uh, j- just a series that you're currently watching, but there's someone else in the room that doesn't wa- normally watch the show, do you get uncomfortable hoping that they enjoy it as much as you do? Do you worry about that? Do you, like, I, I, I'm currently, I, I like Riverdale. Is yes. Ton- and I, I think Tanya does too. But mm-hmm. my, my wife, like when, when my wife is in the room and I'm watching it, I keep worrying that I don't think she likes it. Maybe it's not as good as I hope. And maybe my opinions stink and I don't think no, it's. I, I, I try to go by the taste. Like I try to like if I like a friend of mine or someone I know sort of what they like. And I go, okay, this person's probably going to like this. This night might not be their tough cup of tea. And I go like that. But sometimes the show is just good enough. You figure, 
what right, the hell? Hope, I you like might try it. it. You might like mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Well, even yeah. like like uh, my wife watches Scandal. I mentioned this <laughs> on the radio a little bit earlier when I was on the radio, and I'm not a fan. And it's won awards, and mm-hmm. it's critically acclaimed. And it was the same with The Good Wife. I haven't uh, seen either of those shows, Scandal nor The Good Wife. And I, I guess I can understand why other people like them, but I mm-hmm. don't. But I question my own taste when. Uh, Sherry, are you when things like that. Yeah, are you wrestling a bear or something or an alligator? What? Are, are you, you wrestling a bear or an alligator or something down there? I have no idea. What you're the, there's I'm some. Outside, it, so it you're like outside. You're driving by. Oh, she's outside. Oh, okay. She's enjoying yeah, this nice, if I'm beautiful inside, weather. My dog will start barking. So. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Didn't know if you're horseback riding or riding <laughs> no. an alligator. No. Or... Uh, yeah, something like that. So, no, so I mean, excuse the ambient noise. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll try to put it to the back of our mind. No, it's like, I mean, I like Riverdale. You like Riverdale, but I know that like other people wouldn't necessarily like Riverdale because it's more like teenage type drama type yeah, thing. Should we a, being at 40, 50, whatever, be enjoying a teenage type drama well, and sympathize with their characters and things like that? But it's but, based on classic characters that right. everyone knows. And right. I think that's an easy way in. It but is. they take them on like a soap opery Yeah, and I think that's, level. that's the, the issue that some people have. I'm like, I enjoyed watching Power mm-hmm. Rangers. And other people are like, <laughs> like, like my 18 year old's like, oh God, mom. I'm like, hey, you watched it. Type thing, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I just like to sit back and enjoy some cheese factor every so often. Check your brain at the door and just enjoy it for the cheesiness. That's back- how it is for for my aunt. She just turned seventy, but she loves the Twilight movies. Oh, and I asked her, I was like, Why do you like the Twilight movies? She's like, I just like to sit there, turn off my brain, and not think about something for an hour and a half. Like, okay, you yeah, know what? yeah, you know, and that sometimes that is. It's and like I can see why people like stuff. It may not mm-hmm. be for me, but yeah, it's all about taste. So if I'm watching a show with somebody and they don't particularly care for it, his, it's a, it doesn't affect how I feel. Has about there the ever show. been a show that you were sure, a show or a movie you were sure someone was going to love, and you just turned out you were wrong and oh, yeah. they didn't well, like, like it? In my yes. case, oh, yeah. yes, there was, a show, there was things that you thought I would love and I did. Oh, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> no, no, not the show that we're talking about. That thing that you do. Oh, that thing you do. Oh, that's right. That's a great movie. That, see, How do you not like that movie? I, that th- thing you do with Tom Hanks Tom. and... Uh, I mean, oh. It was good, but it was not something with that Tyler, I'm like, ooh, I, was... I have to go see. No. It's I just mean... such a fun, happy movie. Yeah. Liv Tyler, yeah. you, you didn't like that movie. It's not that I didn't like the movie. It was just I didn't think that it was like the greatest movie ever. And Neither okay. did that, that. I get into this. Art. It's, <laughs> I never said it was the greatest movie ever. I just said okay, it's... It's a, I, I love the movie. I've seen it multiple times, and I really like it. Yeah, and so that's not one that I would like go back and rewatch. I, I don't understand how everyone yeah, doesn't I, have that opinion. But I would go back and rewatch Dirty Dancing <laughs> 20 million times, oh, and you won't. Oh, but we'll just, oh man. I'm in a room I'm with put all me in the corner. My grandma okay? the same way. I mean, I'll watch Roadhouse anytime <laughs> it's on. Now, granted, I, hey. I, now in our house, if we're flipping through the stations if Armageddon or the Fifth Element or something yes. else you have to stop I don't care where in Armageddon it is I you will have to stop, stop and watch it I own no. the DVD Ooh. sorry yep. well, in regards to Archie though in Riverdale again uh, too the know. black guy on the top of the oh what's that guy's name Michael oh Michael Clark Duncan yes, yes. he was on top of the um world no on top of the one of the Looking hospital beds they oh, were, the island, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah the no, island. No, that was on an Armageddon. Oh, that's, yeah, I can't I, remember. Yeah, he was standing on top of something doing this. 
dance in his. Oh, it was during the training. Yeah, in this leopard print underwear type things. That was like one of the scenes that sticks out. Billy's like, "What?" The one with Steve. I have not seen Armageddon. I've seen Armageddon, and I don't remember this. Steve Buscemi riding the the missile. All I think I remember about Armageddon, and spoiler alert, is that Bruce Willis dies. Oh, well, if anyone has not seen it by now, I'm sorry. I don't don't feel bad for that, for ruining that movie. And that Aerosmith sings while it happens. Yeah, and I don't want to miss a thing. Don't want to close my eyes. (laughs) I'm sorry, Bruce Willis closed his eyes forever on that one. (laughs) So, yes, those are some of the ones that you have to stop and Mm -hmm. rewatch. But TV shows... I don't know. I'm watching, as I people know, at least in here, that I'm watching NCIS for the first time. And, oh, okay. And NCIS. so I've been binge watching since. Miss an episode of NCIS? Turn on USA. It's on. <laughs> Fortunately, I have Netflix, and I'm halfway through season six. So and how many are there? Like twenty-three seasons of NCIS. Fourteen seasons. Oh, still running. There's I think three hundred and thirty episodes, according to Chris. I'm like on episode. 100 and something of 5,345. And you're on the fifth doctor. Oh, uh, no. no. That's the other show. And then you're going <laughs> to the Simpsons, right? And going to start from the beginning. Oh, yeah. I, I used to love the Simpsons, and I just didn't no, watch it. No, it went after it's season like eight. Yeah, same thing. Well, the funny thing, the Simpsons, every time I, I, I used to watch it religiously, and at some point, I'm not sure when, I stopped. You grew up? But every t- no, I, I haven't. And, but every time I turn it on, it makes me laugh. Like, I, but I don't consciously go. Oh, it's Sunday night at eight o'clock. I gotta watch the this. The only part I really enjoyed is figuring out what Bart was writing on the chalkboard every yeah. week <laughs> to find out. Oh, there's what, way more than that. I know, so, but it was just yeah, like, what yeah, is he writing on the char- yeah. chalkboard this time? Type thing. No, in a case of serendipity, we were in college when it started, and there was somebody named Bart Simpson in mm. college. So we would have Bart Simpson parties in his dorm and watch the show. <laughs> and ironically, he ate your shorts. <laughs> No, he drank our stuff. <laughs> Was his name Chris, by any chance? No. <laughs> Sorry. He, he's not here for uh, us to really pick on. And so. back to the original topic. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, this is stuff, side questions and digressions. Exactly, of uh, stuff you'd rewatch or not rewatch. Um, hmm, let's see. What would I rewatch? See, right now. We're, I would definitely okay. go back and rewatch X Files, and I was talking about rewatching Criminal Minds. Just. Mm-hmm. And I just went and I just went <laughs> through the, hear, uh. No, I just went and I watched the whole run of Tales from the Crypt over the last co- oh, couple of weeks. I've only seen a couple episodes of that. They hold up. I, mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. I've got a few. It's a, oh, sorry, go it's ahead. a slightly newer show, but um, I mean, it's not that new, but it's a slightly newer show. But I have this thing that my family picks on me about is that I am continuously in a leverage loop. <gasps> I love I leverage. leverage. I restarted. Oh, I yeah, me too. I, I've, I've, I think I've watched the season twice. Can I? Can I tell you? I, I would love I think to I'm have on like the fourth rewatch currently. I would love to have Christian Kane come in uh, for uh, for FC three. Oh, He's on my my top ten list. He was an angel too, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. I don't know what yeah. leverage is. Yeah, Wolfram and Hart. Oh, uh, yeah. I really um, don't. Basically, a whole group of um, criminals. So it goes back to that criminal aspect. Um, one's a grifter, one's a hacker, one's a um, was an insurance a agent, a thief, yeah. and and they one's all a thief and one's a, a retrieval specialist. Yep. So oh, they... no, Grif- grifter, hacker, thief, mastermind. That's what the yeah. And then Christian Kane's just the muscle. Yeah. 
he's the assassin type thing. So or yeah. whatever. But um what happens is every episode um there's uh the premise that something's been wronged to someone that's a good person. And so the um leverage crew goes into whether the corporate or the whatever scheme and schemes them out of it to pay back. So kind of like a Robin Hood type yes, thing. Yes, okay, that's see, exactly what I've it is. I've never even heard of it. Oh, my yeah. God. It was a oh, great it's show. It's on Netflix. Um, Timothy out. Hutton, right? Aldous, yeah, Timothy Hutton, Aldous, Aldous Hodge, Hodge, Christian Kane. Um, a great cast. Uh, the, the woman that plays Sophie Devereaux. I can't remember her name, but. Yeah, I can never remember her name. And then um, the uh, blonde. Let me look it up. But. Oh, she shows up on Criminal Minds. She was on Criminal Minds, too. Hmm. <clears throat> hey, uh, in future episodes, we're going to be doing a thing where we do like a book club discussion of something. Is there a, a self-contained? Are those shows like self-contained enough to where we could watch an episode and discuss? Yeah, I an think episode so. Of, watching the first without one knowing it. really gives you a really good taste of what the show is going to yeah, be. Yeah, if you just watch the pilot. Okay, with, yeah. without because I know sometimes you want to go to your favorite episode. Like you, there's definitely episodes of shows further in that sort mm-hmm. of um, encapsulate everything you love about a show or a movie. And I was wondering mm-hmm. if there's any of those uh, that Mark Shepard's in the this. Rashomon job. The Rashomon job. There's there's an episode called the Rashomon job. It's the episode Tanya where they're all telling back before they were a team and they're all telling about a oh, okay. theft that they all from all their different points of view that they all happen to be at. Okay, let me um and, and it's a great episode. Oh, right it's there. My it, personal favorite it episode. It is uh I just had it. Season three, episode eleven. Okay. Yeah. So, well, let me just actually make a note. Maybe <laughs> sometime Timothy in the future. Hutton, Gina Bellman, that's Sophie. Gina Bellman. Yeah. Um, Christian Kane, Aldous Aldous Hodge, and uh, Beth Reesgraf is. Uh, so I'm going to write down leverage for a future. Lever- uh, yeah, leverage yeah. is. And then post that because I'll watch Tanya. It. Yeah. Beth Reesgraf uh, played um, Spencer's girlfriend. On Criminal Minds. Uh, oh, yeah. And, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so this show ran for, what, like four or, five, four or five seasons? It looks like 77 episodes. Yep. And it, it holds up, or have you rewatched it, or have only seen it the I've one seen, time through? I watch it over and over again. I I've do. seen it at least two or three times. Okay. Definitely, that's it's one. It's not that old, so it definitely holds up. 2008 to 2012. Oh, not bad. Yeah. See, now, one thing, when you go back to oh, older she was shows... In, Beth Reesgraf was in... Uh, uh, Everything. NCIS <laughs> also. I have to figure out... Uh, 2011, I'm not there yet. Damn. Uh-oh. I'm only at 2006. So. See, sometimes when you go back to older shows... <laughs> You're like, hey, hey! Some people Misha have... Misha Collins yeah. showed up on an episode of NCIS. Oh, okay. Before mm-hmm. he before he hit supernatural, right. so I'm just like, yep. and um, on leverage, Mark Shepard, the person that plays mm-hmm. Crowley, was um, he's in everything. He's, he's in, in everything. everything, but he's in this one, and you love him in here too. All so. right. I just got into a fight with somebody online over him, <laughs> over Mark Shepard. <laughs> There's a lot of people that like to get into a fight about Mark Shepard. But, but well, what, somebody had po- somebody had posted something about his uh, two episodes on on Doctor Who. 
And someone's like, oh, and everyone kept saying, oh, it's, 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 it's Crowley, it's Crowley, it's Crowley. And somebody was like, oh, what kind of nerd are you if you, if, if you know him more from, from Supernatural than you know him from Doctor Who? And I'm like, oh, so his two episodes on Doctor Who was more important than his 70 episodes of Supernatural? <laughs> no kidding. Or his 10 episodes of Leverage? Or, or whatever that is. Genre shows he's been on? Yeah, I was not, I was not real popular. <laughs> No, but definitely, yes, we'll post uh, Leverage as the TV series to uh, the Facebook page in order to watch it so we can talk about the Rashomon job. Um, To go back to what you said about the single episode that kind of encapsulates the show for me, excuse me, to tie it into the X-Files, one of of my favorite episodes, and I think it uh, it ranks pretty consistently in like the top five X-Files episodes is, I don't remember what season it's from, but it's Jose Chung's From Outer Space. Hold on, I'll look. It's um, got Charles Nelson Riley of Match Game fame. Oh, I, I've always, as, yeah, As yeah. the sci-fi author, and Jesse the Body Ventura and Alex Trebek Men play in the Black. Men in Black. <laughs> that, that sounds just, awesome. It, it is <laughs> that, of, that sounds like pure awesomeness. It was I've... probably the greatest <laughs> episode of that show, and I think Gillian Anderson mm. has stated on numerous interviews that it's her favorite episode of the show that now, she ever did. Now, I've never watched X-Files. Could I go into that episode and sort of no stuff? Could, could I it, enjoy it without having watched so. X-Files? This is, I think so. And that would be season three, episode 20. Yeah. Is... Uh, Jose Chung's from outer space. Yeah, and and then he also did a, a crossover to Millennium. <clears throat> again, I love as, Millennium as Jose yeah. Chung, and just the fact that it's Charles Nelson Riley, the overly flamboyant <laughs> panelist from Match Game yeah. back in the seventies. <clears throat> I like the Clyde Bruckman episode too, and what I like is they took the name from the producer of the Three Stooges shorts. Oh yeah, with Jules White. No, there's a Clyde Bruckman. If you watch, oh, is uh, there? If you watch the Three Stooges short, one oh, of the I producers is Clyde Bruckman. And I, and I remember when the episode that. came on, I go, wait a second, isn't that the on the Three Stooges? Ah, it is. And it had Peter Boyle in it, which is always good. Peter Boyle's always a good time. May he rest in peace. Hmm. And so, I killed the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So oh, a quick thing. When we were talking about like wanting somebody else to watch something that you love, and then realizing that they don't love it the same way that you do and mm-hmm. being disappointed. I showed my daughter Heathers. Oh, that's, oh. A, that's an excellent movie. My all-time favorite movie. And she oh. was I don't think I've seen it. out of her mind. Oh, man, that movie is you, fantastic. You haven't seen Heathers? I don't know. There's a lot of things I've <laughs> seen or haven't seen. I've seen the stage play. I've seen the movie. <laughs> I watched it again for the first time in a long time, like six, eight months ago. So it sounds like we're just a room full of uh, high school girls in here. <laughs> you know, I mean, yes. I may have seen it. I may not have seen it. It's just like me picking a book. That I'm like, did I read this one or the, not? I can't remember. Winona Ryder, Christian Slater. Shannon Doherty. Shannon Doherty. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, that movie is just, yeah. it's wonderful. I love that Dear movie. Dear Diary, my high school angst has brought a body count. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I've... Tanya may not like it. Little quirky, little dark. And have you seen the... That's right. I'm stereotyping you now, Tanya. You're not the only one. Have you seen the musical? They do. They still have the elements in. They take some elements out because of the way times are now. Okay. With some things, they've removed them, but it's hysterical. Hmm. 
I, I'm gonna I have to know, go maybe back. I just don't want to relive my high school days. That may be something to uh, go <laughs> back on. and rewatch for a future podcast. Heathers. Oh, I would watch that one again in a heartbeat. I do know too. Okay, homework for everyone, <laughs> including me. I, I'm ready. So far, we have yeah, Leverage, X Files, Heather's. Yeah, the Rashomon. The Rashomon job. I would just go back yeah. and rewatch the whole thing of yeah. Leverage. Now, um, there was a TV show that was a kind of a spinoff from. Um, uh, it was similar to like a leverage type thing, but I want to say it was um, not necessarily a, a crim- not was it a Criminal Minds spinoff? I know they had one. Um, didn't wasn't there a Criminal Minds uh, second spinoff, like um, special behavioral See, unit I, or something? It, it's funny. Special that victims the, unit. Oh, uh, that was a Law and Order. That's thing. A, no, yeah. yeah SBU. The what? Suspect behavior. Yes, maybe that's what it was, suspect behavior. They had Forrest Whitaker. Yes. Oh. But then there was another one that was similar to, like, a leverage-type show that was on, like, TNT or TBS or something. I could not remember the life of me, but I liked it. And our friend Sean liked it, too, but we just, for the life of me, I cannot remember the name of that show. I got nothing. It, it, it's nothing. just like, what's the name of that song? Yeah. <laughs> that hmm. people are well, saying, as soon as you stop oh. thinking about it, you'll... It'll come. Oh. Yeah. Chris is stuck around the Blue Cross Arena. Oh, oh yeah. When I drove by earlier, there was traffic a lot of, around the Warm Oil. Yeah, there was a lot of policemen out there, and I'm not oh. sure why. <laughs> um, uh, Corn Hill Fest. Oh, oh there is. Corn yeah, Hill Corn Hill Fest. Fest is this weekend. Well, it, if you're listening, it was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. in a galaxy far, far away. If you're listening, Corn Hill Fest was. <laughs> We're tra- we're time travelers. That's yes. one thing you don't know I, about. They us. don't realize that it's it's the studio is bigger on the inside than the outside. And just to tie things together, okay. Uh, okay. Oh, I'm For sorry. Somebody who is not in your area, what is the Cornhill Fest? Cornhill is an area in Rochester, and they have. Um, it's an art show. They have yeah. uh, vendors, vendors that sell their chotskis that they make, and there's food, uh-huh. and there's music, and it, it's a weekend of. Of people getting drunk that live in that area. Debauchery? Yeah. It's a weekend of debauchery, debauchery with art and traffic <laughs> yeah. jams. Yeah, that, that's so funny, though, because there's a Cornhill area of Utica. Do they have a festival? No. Oh, okay. No, I try to avoid Cornhill like the plague. Well, normally people do, strangely enough, in Rochester, yeah. except for the weekend of the festival, people tend to avoid Cornhill here, too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think for house architecture, I really love looking at old houses and things. And Cornhill, it used to be the ritzy part of town, but now it's the rundown part of town. Are you sure you're not in Rochester? Yeah, that sounds awfully like our Cornhill. Maybe it just transcends um, different uh, cities. And for one weekend a year, people buy shepherd's hooks there. Oh, it's it's, uh, Brigadoon. It just. Brigadoon? What's the castle? It just appears in various places. Howl's Moving Castle? Howl's Moving Castle. Or the the Beast beast Castle from Crawl. That's it, from Crawl. It's an episode of Quantum Leap. Um, uh-huh. I think I everything know. was an episode of Quantum Leap. At I one love point. Quantum Leap. Oh. There's another one like I that I like called Voyagers that was on, where they went through time and met historical people, and they had the actor Jan Eric Hexholm who killed on, oh, did the accident died? with yeah he did the thing with the prop gun to his head, unfortunately. Yeah. And it, hmm. it turns out that uh, blanks at close range can still hurt really bad. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, what was the show that had the guy named Jared that, oh, The Pretender? Yeah, oh, The Pretender. The Pretender. Yeah. I was about to say, if, if you're mentioning Jared, Jared you, not may not, you, you may not want to mention no. wherever wasn't you're watching to, him. Wasn't that To Catch a Predator? 
Yeah. Wasn't that the show he was on? <laughs> oh, wait. Where's my sound effect? Wait, yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, you're All those shows. It, oh. yeah, there, you're <laughs> there we go. See, Chris shot. isn't here right Shoot. now, and we're totally off of our game. Yeah. 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 So Delayed rim shot. Those are my it. U of R shows when I was in grad school. They, they would be on TV when I got home, and I would do my homework watching The Pretender, and then it was The Profiler. <sighs> Yeah, I think I would go back and rewatch Pretender. There's definitely I need to go back and rewatch like Voyager and yeah. like Deep Space Nine. I couldn't get into Voyager because you you always knew they were never going to get home. <laughs> that was the problem. <laughs> don't tell me that. I didn't finish it. <laughs> well, that was the problem with Quantum Leap. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler: They don't get home. Come Spoilers. on. Spoilers. That show was on when Scott oh. Bakula had brown hair. <laughs> you know, actually I going to like kill somebody for the ending of Quantum Leap. Oh, that's actually my favorite episode. I cried. Oh. I literally cried like a baby at the end of that. You know, I don't even think I've seen all the episodes of Quantum Leap. I think there was a lot of them. Uh, if I there's five seasons. Are you going to take a leap at that? Ninety-seven. <laughs> oh. oh. I hit the wrong button. <laughs> That's even fun. I hit the funnier. ID. Um, only 97 episodes of Quantum Leap. Oh, I think I can get bad. I can get through that in you, about two weeks. Yeah, you know what's another good one? Have oh, you ever seen Have you ever seen Psych? I was I just going to say Psych. I would love to love go back and show. rewatch that show because it is hysterical. I have not seen Psych. But, Corbin Burnson is awesome. But I think I would have to like start watching Quantum Leap. I, I started rewatching. Speaking of our original topic uh, about what twenty five minutes ago, what have you rewatched? Uh, I started watching an episode a day of Quantum Leap while I was on the treadmill, and oh. it it holds up in an odd way. It 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 doesn't have a strong female character, which my wife finds very annoying, um, because it's just uh, Sam and Al, but. You know, and any time they go back, it there's usually a woman that needs saving or you what know, was this? I missed it. Quantum leap. Oh, quantum leap. And uh, but I I think in terms of character development over the five seasons, it's fantastic. The yeah. and and it it is sort of self contained, and you can jump in anywhere, sort of like Sam. You could leap in anywhere. Yeah. Oh, come on, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, I'm giving myself one. There. Uh, oh, I tell you, be, because. Each episode has different characters, and I, you know, except for the, you know, technology nowadays, they don't, they didn't have cell phones and all that back then. But did I can't remember because it's been so long. Did they ever show Ziggy? Uh, Ziggy. Um, yes, yes, it was. It was uh, comedian Dennis Wolfberg. Okay, because I was going to say there could be your the if because I couldn't remember Mm -hmm. if they'd shown it or shown him or not. It could have been like the anonymous. You know, Not, female it, overlord no. for that, it, but no, I, I, God, it's been forever. I think no, I might need to watch Gu- Quantum Leap was again. Was Gushy uh, Dennis Wolfberg? Hmm. No, Ziggy was the computer. No, you never saw Ziggy. It was Gushy. I was thinking. Yeah, of. I was going to say I don't yeah. recall ever yeah. seeing Ziggy or them even assigning a gender. It was no, they like, did. Well, Ziggy says Gushy was Dennis Wolfberg. So uh, Quantum Leap is a show I really enjoy and does hold up in terms of really good writing and strong characters. And that's I what thought. I love shows like that that still hold up after all these years mm-hmm. like for me honestly it's to go way back and get smart oh i love get smart because that show uh, still holds up really well for what 50 60 years or 50 yeah. years or so Ron got lost hold on Uh-oh. oh jeez. uh written by B- buck henry and buck mel henry. brooks yeah. created yep and don adams just perfect is uh 
the yeah. inept. Yeah, that bumbling uh, <clears throat> secret agent. Exactly. And Barbara Feldon, God love her. Oh, she's, God. She's still she was... around. She lives out in New York City. Very sweet woman. Is she still beautiful? Oh, yes. Always will be. Yes. But that's a show. I know when... One Christmas, my mom got me the DVDs of it. We actually just sat and started watching episodes of it. Like, God, it still is really funny. Oh, hello there, friendo. <laughs> Hi, Chris. Hi, guys. Hi, right, pal of mine. You're right there. I'm right here. Yeah, you get that Sherry's one. on the phone. Sherry's on the phone. We found Chris and Ian. We're talking about shows that are rewatchable or not rewatchable and why. Uh, what, oh, so let me turn oh. on Chris's microphone. There we go. Hello. <gasps> there he is. Here His I voice am. has gone back to normal. Hi, honey. I'm home. <laughs> I had to introduce everything, and, and Billy's like, wow, Chris, your voice changed. I'm like, yeah, I'm not Chris. <laughs> yeah, I had uh, I had a few things pop up this morning, so unfortunately I was able to get here like on time. But that's so, okay, because so, yeah, you, you guys are in more than capable. Yeah, we are. We, Seriously. Oh, wait till you hear this. You'll change your <laughs> oh, mind. Oh, I'm sure. That. No. We have homework for you. <laughs> then I'll have, oh, you do? Yes. What's the homework for you me? You have to watch an episode of Leverage. Leverage? Uh-huh. Okay. I think I did a while back when it first came out. Um, there was an episode of... X-Files. 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 Oh, really? Is there a specific episode you yeah, want me to see? Se- yes. Season 3, episode 20. Okay. That might Jose be our next Chung book club. from Outer Space. All right. So, somebody send me a text on that one. Billy's writing it yeah. down. Yeah. Hi, Sherry. Closer to the thing. Hello. How you doing, hon? I'm good. Good. And then my bouncing baby boy is at the far end of the table. How are you doing, Ian? Oh, hold on. Let me turn oh, on his mic. He's got to turn mic. on his I mic. I didn't even see him, to be honest with you. <laughs> he okay. has stealth I'm mode. six foot. Well, you, you snuck it's it on Stealth me. mode. And stealth we were talking mode. about Quantum Leap. We were talking, oh, I love that show. That was a good show. I have to actually go watch it because I don't stuff. think I've seen it. Now, Same here. are we talking about shows that uh, we, we can watch and rewatch or don't mm-hmm. want to watch again? Either, to be Either. honest okay. with you. Where, where were we at the moment? Because I saw Zach was chatting away about something when I walked in. Well, Actually, Get Smart. Yeah, we were talking his... Get Smart. Oh, wow. I went out to retrieve you. Absolutely. Because Maxwell I still Smart. say 50 years or whatever removed. It still holds up for me. It's still uh, funny. Don Adams? Yep. yep. Don Adams. Well, I went to college, but I still did Get Smart. There's been a lot of rim shots today about leaping into things. Oh, goody. Chris, just just to catch you up, uh, sort of the uh, pre-show chat, we Mm -hmm. were talking about X-Files, and Sherry mentioned that she uh, went to rewatch it with uh, with her daughter, I believe, and the, the first couple episodes she found too boring. Okay. Well, you know what? I personally never got into X Files at all. I mean, I I, I followed Jillian Anderson to be because she was hot, and that I, but that was about. I don't think I, I think I maybe, <laughs> maybe I watched. That's why I'm like went to like the red hair. Type there you go. Thing. Yeah, I think I watched like maybe three or four episodes of X Files and just never got hooked on it. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't have the. I didn't have that vibe for it. Mm. Um, so get smart. Yep, I'm all about that because that was fun. I used to watch that like on. I remember it was on UHF. Reruns yes, were on was. UHF. Yes. I, I would watch it after school typically, mm-hmm. and and I always got a kick out of that. Yeah, channel nine was it? Um, yeah, was it channel? It was, it was w- channel thirty one. W- oh. It was channel thirty one. W- WHF channel thirty one, and then it was channel seven cable. Uh, is because uh, oh, they can bind the cable for that. Um, so what other shows do we cover so far? I don't know, but can I tell you how happy I am to see you? Because I don't like hosting. <laughs> oh, but you're good at <laughs> no, it. No, she was good at it. I'm, I'm serious. I, yeah. you got, you know, you I know, but I still me. don't like this. No, you don't you launched us me. into a fantastic discussion. Oh, uh, no, I have to give you, all the credit there to Sherry. Starting. No, you're the one that tur- said oh, turn on uh, the microphone. Uh, well. <laughs> you're the one that realized we were actually talking about something. Yay. Yeah. 
All right. We're well, like 15 minutes in. We're like, oh, wait, maybe we should record this. I will throw my two cents in a show that I can watch over and over again no matter what. Uh, and I'll go off sci-fi because I can talk about sci-fi and comic book stuff all the time. But I'm going to say West Wing. Oh, I love that show. Because West Wing was, oh, no. it was just phenomenal. I have yeah. I want to say it's probably too political for me. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's about politics. It's not basically <laughs> no, how considering it's but set it, in the it's yeah. also about relationships it's, yeah, and characters. I know. Exactly. It's it's about oh, so how things good. work together. Yeah, well, I just had to throw the fact that I, I was a political science major mm. initially. At you were going to be a lawyer, weren't you? you I was going to be a lawyer yeah. pre-law, and I just realized how many history classes hey, I had to take. Hey, see how that turned out. <laughs> I did the same thing. I was going to be in pre-law too, and I just decided it was too litigious i mean no i, just, I really was, I was gonna go corporate law well rob you and i went to school with a guy who was pre-med and eventually became an ordained catholic priest so i mean <laughs> anything is possible in this day and age so yeah so west wing is You're not ordained. one that i hmm? You're oh ordained. beaker yeah but, Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, somebody yeah. else you can marry people yeah but i well i'm ordained too but only through the universalist life church so i can actually perform weddings I, i'm not actually what you would call a religious person but you're so Flash holy. Me. Well, yes. but Doctor Who religious. Well, that's yeah. that is my re- that's my mythology right there. Just yeah. back, there, there, there you go. I'm sorry. Back to West Wing because yes. I'm excited. Yes. Uh, Susan and I last December started rewatching. We'd seen the whole series. Susan's watched it a couple times. Right. But there's a podcast that when you're not listening to Monkey Business with the uh, stars of the FC3, there's a podcast called West Wing Weekly with Joshua oh, really? Molina. And, oh, very uh, cool. And um, her way, I'm sorry, it's, Is it's it a West difficult Wing name. Week? West Wing Week? West Wing Weekly. And every week they watch an episode of, and they go in order, like from mm-hmm. first season, first episode, up through eventually the seventh season, last episode. Nice. Okay. And right now there's some, they're somewhere in the fourth season. But... Uh, they they chat about that episode That's every cool. week and they, like behind the scenes stuff they have guests like uh-huh. former cast members and directors and and the music people like West Wing West Wing related people and it's a fantastic podcast that is cool so Chris I recommend that for you West Wing Weekly yes and X Files season three episode twenty only because yes and that for me because Charles Nelson Riley is the main guy Jose Chung. Uh huh. Men in Black are Alex Trebek and Jesse the Body Ventura. Okay. One of the classic episodes of the X Files, in my opinion. Okay. And it's one you can just watch. You don't even need to watch the rest of them. Okay. Just watch well, that's that good because I probably won't. <laughs> and, and that's why that's why I explained in future episode in future episodes of Monkey Business, we'll be doing sort of as I call the book club without those pesky words. Right. Where but we I like discuss book club. Pes- that was a phenomenal suggestion. I did watch that episode, and we'll talk about that yeah, in, a, in that's another, another recording. One, yes. That's a that's a whole recording <laughs> into itself. But uh, but yeah, we are going to um, intent. Let me just touch that on. on how long has this episode been going this, on for? This is twelve now, hours. No, no, this is at thirty-four minutes. We're at thirty-four minutes. Yes. Very cool. The book club, right. Who watched Pride and Prejudice last week? I did not. Uh, I will never. There's too many versions of it. Yeah, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. zombies. I think that's the one I'm going to check out soon. I think I, we have that. I read it. That was fantastic. So we are going to do uh, start going forward with uh, with next week's uh, podcast is is basically going to be the the Mighty Monkey the Monkey Business Book Club. So this was Billy's episode idea. Club. The episode club. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. Uh, we're gonna. We're gonna pick an episode. We're gonna pick a movie, or we're gonna pick something in particular. And eventually, it might even be a book. A book. Sure. And uh, and we're going to spend an episode talking about that particular piece. And I'm looking forward to that discussion. I actually watched. I did my homework on that one this morning. Uh, for for the for the next big discussion. So I'm looking forward to that, Billy. It was just a great idea. And, and the reason I I 
initially picked this episode mm-hmm. because I knew it would have varying reactions. Oh yeah, both positive and negative oh, yeah. among the people that yeah. watched it. It was mind blowing. So it was mind blowing. So I, I wanted something. Just leave it there. I wanted something polarizing, and that was my choice. Oh man, so. you spot on pick. That was a spot on pick. Um, and so Sherry, how you doing over there in the the east uh, east end of things? Oh, pretty good. Yay. Pretty good. Now, there is there something that Go you ahead. kind of touched on that I wanted to bring us back around to? Go for so it. Let me know when we're ready to. Go ahead. I think we're more than ready at this point, dear. Okay, so we were talking. So we the, the original topic was what would you rewatch and what wouldn't you or you didn't like upon rewatch, and we haven't really touched on that. Okay. So I want to know it, what are the things that people who that they absolutely loved. But then upon rewatching, we're just like, oh, my God, what was I thinking? Because I have a story about that <laughs> that Chris will probably dislike greatly because we've already <laughs> had this argument. Well, I, when, we very were, grumpy old man. when we we'll were starting it. this conversation, I said that I would um, go back and rewatch yeah. episodes of X-Files, except for that one which we decided what was Mother. Yes. Oh, that's uh, probably the best family? one then. Family, uh, something along those lines. Uh, yeah, the, the yeah, mother, fa- I think it was. It, it was a family, and the mother was yeah. paralyzed, and she was on a dolly underneath um, the bed, and her kids were having kids with her, and they were all deformed and things yeah, like that. Really, and really. it just, and, and, and they were being buried in the field next door. It was, it was just, I, yeah, no. What show was this? It was on X Files. That's an X Files episode. Wow, that was creepy. Uh, That's the best way to describe it, I think. Yes. Holy mackerel. The the person that can um that would be able to tell you would be Randy. He would tell you exactly okay. what episode and what show it is. So he was an X Files fan. He was definitely an X Files fan. Was it like Friday nights at nine o'clock? It was, <laughs> it was so disturbing to people on its original run that they would skip over it. In reruns. Wow. Uh, show it. Yeah, I can't remember. For the life of me, I'm like starting to. I would recognize the name of the um, family. That That's the thing that the the name of the family that was on it. But that was definitely one. I'm like, I would go back and rewatch X-Files, but then there would probably be some I would go. No, probably not. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I'm trying to think of a show that I've gone back to rewatch that I didn't like it the second time around. And SWAT for me. I know SWAT. that. <laughs> I'm I'm whew, I'm about to throw myself under a huge bus right now because this I'm I'm circling around in my own favorite show. There there are some episodes of classic Doctor Who that I just can't do anymore. I, no, I agree. You know, I can't. I can't go all the way back around. It's just like it's cool to see the characters, it's cool to see some of the stuff, but there are times where like I'm I'm watching um I was I caught Saturday night on on PBS, I caught uh, a rerun of a Tom Baker episode, Leisure Hive. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, I remembered liking this. And I'm just, it wasn't that I hated it. It's just, I was like, okay, I'm so used to the new stuff now that the old stuff is kind of great on you, unless it's a particular story, you know? And so I, I think that's one that's one thing for me. So I, I have a hard time with some of the classic stuff. I completely agree. The same things happened to me. Mm-hmm. I watched a lot of, like, I love Talons of Wen Chiang. Yeah, that's my you favorite get, like, classic some, that's stuff. That's one in Inferno, which yeah. scared the heck out of me when I was a kid. But then some of them, like, Megalos is on last night. It was terrible. Like, no, the horns of the Nyman, Lord oh, Nyman. Oh, my God, that guy was just annoying. <laughs> you know, the the high priest who was always, it just it's like, oh, my God, I, I, did I like this before? Do I remember? Or did I just kind of tolerate it to get to the next episode? You know, so stuff like that will happen. Um, 
Cheers. I, I used to love Cheers. I used to make time to watch Cheers every time it was on. And uh, the last couple of seasons of it, I can't watch anymore. Like the the original, the old old stuff. Okay, when it first, yeah, I, it's it's interesting. I have a book, and there's plenty of books about this, but mm-hmm. it was a specific one that discussed like the hundred greatest TV shows of all times. Mm-hmm. And Cheers is number two, if I remember correctly. Yeah. But you're yeah. right. At some shows, certain seasons, I I just I couldn't. Yeah. You know, I, there, you when you're in the original cast, mm-hmm. the original dynamic, and everything was still fresh, and mm-hmm. and Carla was busting on <clears throat> Diane, and Coach was just you know off in his own little world, and it was before Woody showed up, and 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 it was you know Norm, and and you didn't know much about Norm and Cliff. They were just, you know, they were mm-hmm. just at the end of the bar firing off their commentary. There was a, something magical about the way the ensemble worked. And I would laugh, and I t- I just I watched an episode from like season one, um, just a few weeks ago. I, I caught a rerun of it, and I was crying. I was laughing so hard. But then you skip ahead, and it's Kirstie Alley, who I love. I think she's a great actress. So no, I'm not trying to throw shade on her, but and and Woody and Woody's problems and this that and the other thing, and they're trying to make Woody smarter than he is. But you know they just establish this character to be like basically a young coach. But now they're working hard to make him his own kind of like. And then the dynamic between Frazier and Lilith and all, it was mm-hmm. just, I didn't find it, uh, you know, it had lost a step. So I, I'll watch early Cheers, but not like Cheers. See, I, MASH had similar problems with some episodes where they went a little too uh, serious and and started caring Mm-mm. too much about each some other. Some of those are my favorites. Yeah, I, I agree, but you're they, they're almost like two different shows. Yeah. Uh, the mm-hmm. um, What would be the cutoff point? BJ Honeycutt? I love po- DJ. Yeah, and I don't even think that made no, I, I changed my mind. I'm gonna say that uh um Charles Emerson say, Winchester yeah. maybe yeah. that would be yeah. the cutoff the, point. The shift for me. Or you know, when Radar finally decided when uh when Gary Radar Berghoff went, left when, when he left. When Gary Berghoff yes. left and and Klinger suddenly had to be they had to take him more seriously because when Klinger stopped wearing dresses, it, yeah, I think that's the jump the shark. That was moment. it, yeah. I mean, because because yeah. I, I liked BJ, I I liked BJ better than Trapper. Not to say I didn't like Trapper, I liked Trapper a right. lot, but I liked the dynamic between BJ and Hawkeye, Hawkeye a lot better because BJ was the more established, mature adult. Yeah. He had the family, he had home. You know, he was always talking about Peg, his wife, mm-hmm. and so he kind of helped that's keep. Why Rogers, that's why Wayne Rogers left is because uh-huh. he didn't feel he was being utilized correctly. That okay. he didn't feel that he he was just a second Hawkeye that got that didn't get all the good lines. Right. Okay. And then BJ was able to bring kind of like almost a, a maturity to that uh, that twosome there. And you know he would go along on the antics from time to time. And then when he would start busting out the funny stuff, and people are like, "Oh, he didn't expect that from him," and that was awesome. But he yeah. was also the one who would kind of reel Hawkeye in a little bit more. Yeah, and Larry mm-hmm. Linville left, I guess, because he just said he took Frank Burns as far as he could take him. Yeah. yeah and that he just didn't want to do it anymore. Right, because then he'd just become a caricature of yourself. I can honestly say I didn't watch MASH. No? no. Well, there's plenty you of it out there to watch. Yeah. I've been 11, catching reruns of it. Seven seasons, I believe. Yeah. Oh, it last, it lasted twice as long as the Korean War. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in Albany, Almost it played four times a day. Yeah. Plus the movie yeah. and the novel that the movie was based on. I was actually, I did, uh, the play itself was the original piece. MASH was a play before it was anything else. Wasn't it a novel first? I don't remember about that. I don't know if yeah. the novel was written because of the play. I think that, no, I think the novel was first. Okay. Well, the, I was actually, I did scenes novel. from the play when I was at Brockport. Okay. As a, as a, as a junior, senior, uh, upperclassman mm-hmm. when I was in college there. And I got to play Hawkeye. And that was probably one of the, the, the coolest parts ever. Was just It was so much fun to play that character. <laughs> 
So, I, oh, you know, Donald <laughs> Sutherland was so good in the movie. Oh yeah, he was. He was. But I was trying to channel a blend between him and and Alan Alda with my own little kind of my sarcasm from the 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 late eighties, early nineties. My level of sarcasm that I was capable of back then. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because you you knew me back then, didn't you, Ian? Yep. Shut up. Did, did anybody else Punk. watch, uh, um, what's the guy's name? Darren McGavin, The Night Cold Stalker. Chat, the, Cold yeah. Chat, Chat. The Night Stalker. Scared the heck out of me when I was a kid. But it doesn't hold up, does it? Now you see the little like, things on the monsters, the zippers mm-hmm. on the back. And, and is it just me, or is it weird to see him as the dad in A Christmas Story? Uh-huh. See, now trying to go back yeah. and watch Cold Shack, all I see is the dad in The Christmas Story. Yeah. Because that's such an established... Like iconic movie now. Well, I look. I look at it for the time. I mean, at, at my age, then it's the vampire episode. I think was the number one rated TV movie of all time mm-hmm. for a while, and it scared those shows scared the heck out of me then. But in perspective, I was a kid, and then it went from there. It inspired a lot, like the X Files, and it just shows how much nerdy kids had to dig to find stuff to watch. It was that and uh, Star the Incredible Trek. Hulk. You know, the uh, Bill Bixby Incredible Hulk and. Batman. I mean, yeah. syndication yeah. was our friend. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, what shows have held up? What shows have we gone back we to said, and rewatched and had a good time we with? Were talking Tales from the Crypt. I just watched the whole uh, thing. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> we were saying um, Leverage. That Leverage. Leverage is one that I have gone back and okay. rewatched, and Sherry said she has rewatched it a couple times. I have not seen the whole. I mean, I've seen only like maybe two or three episodes of Leverage. I enjoyed what I saw, uh-huh. but it, it didn't so hook good. me enough to like I have to go find the rest of this show. You know, that was it was not like one of those oh my god moment kind of shows. But I I promise it's, I will go back and, and watch just it again. Check your brain at the yeah. door and just who's, sit who's back. the lead in that? Is that Timothy Hutton? Yes. Yeah, he's he's yeah. cool. I like him a lot. Now a show that was there was a marathon on Rick on TV just last week, mm-hmm. um, as we record this, was the Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. Fifty five years old, I believe. Oh, wow, and yeah. that show still holds it's, up. It's like one of the best crazy. shows in TV ever. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, when you have shows like that, and, and I, we're starting to see that paradigm kind of resurrect itself little by little, the we're not going to do something you can predict. We're going to throw something at you. And in, in our book club episode, which we'll talk about next week, um, it has definitely done that, has set, set the standard for that. But you're seeing with Twilight Zone, you don't see that being copied anywhere else. You don't see those plot lines being reused. It's just because they went way out to that edge. And and then circled back around to reality, looked at it and flipped it off, and then wandered back off. But it's insanely rewatchable. <laughs> it, it, it is. How yes. many times have I seen just all of the episodes? And I you really got some deep, like the obsolete mm-hmm. man for me. He's one of the best mm-hmm. comments on totalitarianism mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Well, I think there's also um, Alfred, Alfred Hitchcock presents. Oh, there's some yeah. that you have to go back and like. There's one Lamb to the Slaughter that I will go back and rewatch and rewatch and rewatch, and I've um, because it's a uh, uh, Short story. Wow. It, yeah, the one where uh kills the husband with the leg of lamb, lamb and then roasts and it up. I read the story. And then and then roasts it up and then feeds it to the police officers and and the police officers are saying they're like, Oh, the murder weapon's gotta be right here underneath our nose. And, 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 <laughs> I remember and, that story, yeah. And we use it at work as just one of those ones for like situational and dramatic irony and things mm-hmm. like that. And mm-hmm. and the kids are like going Okay, she didn't really hit him that hard because they'll read the story and then they'll watch the two different versions of the the story that one was back when Barbara Billingsley way back when. Mm -hmm. Before she spoke jive? (laughs) And and they're like, she couldn't have killed him with that. We're like, no, 
remember, they're not really going to hit them that hard, actually, in the TV show and things yeah. like that, because this was not back in the 50s. But. It's a frozen club. Yes. but it's a shillelagh. But then we're like, stop and think. And then they're pulling all their um, 21st century ideals and values into that, going, no. And like all the girls are like, I am not going to sit there and just cook for my husband and be waiting for them. I'm like, okay, you have to remember the time yeah, era. Perspective. I'm like the perspective that mm-hmm. back down in the 1950s. This was the tradition. This was the the values and the morals and everything that the wife was at home and the the husband um, was the breadwinner for the house and he provided for the wife and things like that. They're like, rah, rah, rah. so I'm just like oh, trying to just explain. Shut up. Shut up. What? Someone backhand him. <laughs> he's he's leaning into. I don't know. Why, I don't know why he's telling me to shut up. For I don't quite know what's going on over there at the moment. No, the girls. Oh. We're trying to explain everything that don't know what's going on. I, I have no idea where you are you right know, now, buddy. Do you want me to turn off his microphone? <laughs> no, I don't think it's come to I that. Don't know if but he no, knows actually, me. paralleling that, I had yeah. um, when I was actually a teacher for a while. That I know mm-hmm. that's frightening. I was teaching at one of the city schools, and we that's were, even more frightening. No, no, I loved it. Which school? Uh, Edison. You were at Edison? I was at Edison for my second half of my student teaching after coming from Pittsburgh Menden. Oh, gosh. Isn't that down the street from your house? Edison is not that down the street from my house. It's it's in the area. I have to pass by it on my way to your house. Mm. But no, I I loved it there. But anyway, Mm -hmm. we were on a World War II unit. Mm -hmm. So I was showing them film, you know, movies about the related to Holocaust, and then they were all the 21st century values coming in. Uh I wouldn't wouldn't let them do that. You seem to forget that I... 70 years ago that know, stuff didn't happen there was no choice you know mm-hmm. you know you couldn't just as you say walk up and hit somebody in the head with a pipe right that's not how that worked no so in a weird like it's good that the technology is advanced to the way it has but it's also at the same time it's kind of ruined a lot of things from back <laughs> in the day because nobody wants to accept the leave it to beaver thing like that's not no i don't want to live like that it's like but everybody that's how it was and we go back to say that 30 some odd years ago, the doors of our houses were unlocked yeah. at night yeah. and, and our yeah. cars were unlocked at night. And I mean, I grew up in a small town and people knew each other. And I mean, we could go down to the grocery store and leave our car unlocked and not worry mm-hmm. about anything being taken out of it. But in this day and age, we've gotten to the point where my mom, when she wants to go out into the backyard to do gardening, will lock the house up. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because a couple summers ago, while she was back in the back uh, part of her yard gardening in the garden somebody decided to invite themselves into the house and grab her purse and walk out so that happens now that happens in our neighborhood um she was what 50 feet away um in our neighborhood um there was a neighbor that her purse was stolen out of her van in the garage Mm -hmm. because the garage door was open and it was like nine o'clock at night and in that's the thing. It's like so we've we've just, gone from talking about shows that are watchable, rewatchable, or not, to to co- social commentary on society. And I guess that might actually kind of go hand in hand right, with right because you go back and rewatch the, some of these some of the stuff, and it's whether you can accept like, it or not. I suppose. And and we grew up in the day and age. I mean, Ian's a lot younger than we are. Hi, hi. Um, that we grew up in the day and the age where the the stuff that's happening now is like appalling, mm-hmm. yeah. and and it's just you know norm. But, go ahead. But the thing is, is that it really, if you look at the statistics and everything, it's really not more dangerous today. We just are more aware of it. Yeah, that, yeah, okay. That, 
there's not more kids being kidnapped. There's not more crimes being really committed. It's just that we hear more about it. We're more uh, aware of these things, whereas when those of us in our 40s and 50s, mm-hmm. when we were kids, we didn't hear about this stuff. We didn't know what was going on in the world. Yeah, but, I mean, how many mass shootings were there when, in the 70s and 80s when we were kids? Yeah, I know. That's something that yeah. has gone up a lot. I mean, we can, I, and that's, that's a sociological that's conversation. I mean, we can definitely can get into that and probably spend another hour talking about that. Um, but, you know, let's, I, I tell you what, what, how far are we right now, Billy? We are at 52 minutes. All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to call out to the listeners. And unfortunately, we've hired one of our only listeners. So, so Sherry, now, now that you're part of the panel... <laughs> No, We're I just mean, talking I, to I, ourselves now. I think there's other um, hey, people that are out there. My mother listened to the last show. Woo-hoo! Oh, oh because think? you were on it? Because I was on it. Okay. And, I, and I posted a link to it on nice. my Facebook. So she listened to it, even though my mother did not understand what a podcast was and was very confused why she couldn't see it. Because <laughs> we have a face for radio. Hey, speak for yourself. I'm a good-looking fella. Come and on, I have a voice for silent films. There you go. <laughs> no, nice. my, my, Shall we start again? My dad is a listener to this. Really? Yeah, because I told him when I was on the first one. Hi, dad. He, start, he started listening. Hey, dad. He started listening, and now uh-huh. he, he listens all the time. He's like, "Do you listen to last week's podcast? It was really interesting." That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. I, I like. Admit, I, like even I haven't listened to all the podcasts because I've recorded them. I usually listen to them as soon as I get. <laughs> as soon as Billy sends me the email, I'll, I'll listen to them just to see hear the how they sound. Anyway, um, so here's what's going to happen. Um, we'll post it also to our Facebook page. Yeah, as we always do, and and then next week's episode, we're going to start our book club. And so listeners out there, if you're interested in joining in on the conversation and taking part of it, we are going, should I I announce what we're doing for next week? The episode sure. in particular, Ooh. give people a heads up so that they can oh, kind of so prepare. they can play along. So and they can know play what along. We're talking about know what we're talking about mm-hmm. and get sure. an idea. Is that an idea? Can we? That's roll? a that's a great idea. Okay, yeah. so we're going to start our book club conversations off with a series that Billy has talked about on a couple of occasions called Black Mirror. Yes, it is a Netflix original. Actually, uh, BBC, I believe, and then it, uh, okay, and Netflix yeah, picked and it up. Netflix and Netflix picked, picked it up. Yeah. Very cool, and it does. It's it's very British, very. Uh, the, the, you know, and so it's very cool. And and so Black Mirror, tell us a little bit more about it, Billy. You're the big fan. Uh, Twilight Zone style show. Since okay. I brought up Twilight Zone before, and each episode is self-contained. You don't okay. need to know characters from previous episodes. Anything okay. that's going. On. Every show is a self-contained episode. Completely new cast of folks. Okay. Um, twists abound. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. Very dark. The black. Mirror refers to your computer screen, your okay. cell phone, your uh, anything you stare at. Now it's technology. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, all the episodes are sort sort of wrapped around technology and how it's good or bad for us. Nice. And we are going to start our discussion with the second episode of the second season called White Bear. It's episode two of season two. Because as uh, per BBC, shows uh-huh. are only like three episodes a season. Yeah, and some like Sherlock and and uh, like Doctor Who's thirteen yeah. and and uh, Black Mirror, I guess, is like three. Although their most recent series had like six or seven had episodes six, in it, I so believe, yeah. I think it seems on series to be, three and they have thirteen episodes. Yeah. It's picking up speed, so I'm, and mm-hmm. I can see why. And because it's definitely the, very interesting storytelling. Yeah, and uh, it's some of my favorite TV. But we'll get into that next yeah, week. So. Absolutely. So join if you get a chance, listeners, go ahead and and review that particular episode, White Bear. And if you're, you're so intrigued as I am, I, I watched it this morning and, and I was just blown away by it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm looking forward to watching the rest of the series very soon. Uh, and like I said, it's only a couple of episodes per season, so it should be easy to catch up with. And, uh, and then next week, 
you know, listen to the podcast we're going to be talking about. It's going to be the first episode of the Mighty Monkey uh, Book Club. And uh, and we'll uh, see what kind of uh, discussion comes of it. So there you have it. And let let me hit the music. So you can hit good, the music. you can take us out. I brought us in. You so, can take us out. So, yeah. <laughs> so I, I say that to Ian all the time. I brought you into this world. I can take you right back out. Oh. So for You're Billy, grounded. for Tanya, for Sherry, for Zach, for Rob, for Ian and myself, I am your host, Chris. This has been Monkey Business, a product of the Mighty Monkey Corporation, purveyors and producers of the Flower City Comic Con, coming at you in 2018. June 9th and 10th at the Rochester Riverside Convention Center. Like us, follow us on Facebook, and we will see you out there in the ether. Have a great day. Dun, dun.